everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's November 26. It's 2021. We have 11 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving. We are currently recording and it's Thanksgiving night. So I just want to quickly say how appreciative I am of my co-host today, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. I'm, I text him two hours ago asking him if he would volunteer to do the podcast with me tonight. And he always got my back and um, just want to say thank you to everybody to hear it. I've already said it to you, uh, but I want everyone to know just how thankful I am. I, I just, it, it blows my mind each and every day, the group of people I get to work with. And one of the reasons why Rotor Grounders has been around so long is because we have such a good group of people we work with each and every day. So uh, Will, thank you. Welcome to the show. We got 11 NBA games. And um, I mean, I had to roll myself to the computer because I ate way too much food today. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Look, I uh, we, we had a good time. I um, I made macaroni, made seafood, mac and cheese, made smoked turkey legs and turkey wings today. And it, we, we had a good time. Uh, plenty of food. That was just my contribution to the to the whole ordeal but uh me and the missus cooked everything me and her so it was it was fun all the desserts and everything uh she made a pound cake and she made what else did she make uh banana pudding apple pie man she's fantastic uh but yeah it was good and um happy thanksgiving again to everyone uh thanks for for listening to the pod and um allowing us to come on and serve you guys. Let's get it, man. I mean, so my, I look forward to, I mean, for as long as I can remember now, me and my wife have been together for almost eight years now. And my brother-in-law makes like the best greens. And I look forward to those every year. Um, They're one of my favorite things. On Thanksgiving, because like it was never something that like my family did growing up, and I like greens a lot. So, um, I mean, yeah, crush me some food, man. I am not hungry. I will not be hungry um, for at least three days. So, perfect time because I got a disc golf tournament this weekend. So, let's jump into this yeah. basketball slate. Um, a lot of, I mean, we have some injury news. We, you know, these teams have had a day off now. So, I mean, it's nice to have some news already. We are going to be waiting on a few things and I mean, it's NBA stuff's going to pop up for sure. So make sure you're paying attention. Um, let's get into it. We start with Minnesota at Charlotte, 223 total Charlotte, a three point favorite here, Pat Beverly out Okaji questionable. And then on the Charlotte side, Mason Plumley is questionable, but PJ Washington is expected back. Um, we'll start here with the Minnesota side. What are your thoughts here on the Timberwolves? Love Carl Anthony Towns today at 9,500. Uh, very excited to get him in. Coming off a rough game uh, against Miami. I guess kind of no surprise there. Miami's been playing really good defense, uh, but he's someone that I like. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, just continuing to, to crush here in limited minutes. Um, just rebounding the ball like crazy. Uh, should be able to grab some rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets at 4,700. Do, do we continue to ride the Jarrett Vanderbilt train, Stevie? 
I, I think we do. I, I think in this matchup, we absolutely can. Uh, so he's someone that I like. Well, then you hop on over. We got Anthony Edwards at 7,500. I mean, the guy just dropped 70. I don't think he's doing that again, but man, he could drop 45. I like it here. So I, I think this team has, has a lot to offer. And those, those are the main guys that I'm thoroughly interested in. I mean, Malik Beasley played big minutes against Miami. Part of that might have been the blowout. He was in, you know, the 20s before then. But, man, I just – I can't wait to get some some Minnesota action. I mean, Vanderbilt, like you said, he's been absolutely crushing here, and he gets a fantastic matchup against Charlotte. Um, I mean, it, it's – everybody wants to play against Charlotte. They allow the third most fantasy points per game to opposing big men. And, I mean, they're allowing the second most rebounds as well. So – and like they might be without Mason Plumley in this game too, and I mean Vanderbilt, I like him a lot in this spot. And then with Patrick Beverly being out, I, I think someone like Malik Beasley is very interesting here at thirty nine hundred. I mean, there's there's avenues for Malik Beasley to play big minutes in this game. Um, so I mean, I like him. More than I like McLaughlin, I think it will be Beasley. And I mean, and you could always take Edwards. You could always take Russell. You could always take Towns. Uh, I mean, Towns, he has the ceiling to go 20-20 here um, rebound-wise. But I mean, I think Vanderbilt is just more aggressive rebounding. And that's why we're seeing big rebounding numbers from, from him right now. And then on the Charlotte side of things, I mean, LaMelo is just, he's so good. and. And like you could play him in any matchup. Did you did you watch the Orlando game the other night? He went for a behind the back like dunk on a fast break <laughs> and whiffed. And then um coach was like, Brega's like, nah, you're out. <laughs> like, so he lost yeah. like three minutes in the first half there because I, I mean, just take the two points there, but I, I get it. Like he plays loose. I mean, that's like his style. And I mean, it didn't, it didn't go over to the second half. He got his normal minutes and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, when I'm looking at Charlotte, Rozier and Mello are usually my two guys that I'm most likely to play. And Terry Rozier is shooting lights out right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, Terry is a guy that uh, we can absolutely get in on, right? Like we have to, it's, you look at the price, he's at 6K, Stevie, and that, that's what we like. We can get 40-point upside at 6K. They're playing Minnesota. They're at home. So he's someone I'm for sure in on. Kelly Oubre played 34 minutes against Orlando. I, I'm telling I'm just going to – I'm going to keep playing Kelly O, not Olytic, but Oubre, um, as long as he's 4,200. Like, I'm just going to keep doing it. So uh, that's where I am there. Uh, how do I feel about Gordon Hayward in this matchup? Man, I, I think at 6,700 in tournaments, you take a shot. 7,800 for Miles Bridges, I actually think I'm going to pass. Don't I don't dislike Bridges, but – and I will say this. I don't think um, uh, Plumlee being questionable helps or hurts him. I, I just think P.J. Washington would probably step into a starting role if he's, you know, truly ready to go. And I think that's kind of what what would happen. So I'm, I'm not really gonna gonna let that sway me any. But I think I'm out on Lamelo, even at 10K. But Rozier and these other pieces, Rozier, Ubre, and uh, 
and um, uh, Hayward, especially in terms of just kind of having some value for a guy that can score 40. I like it. Just so you guys know, um, if you do live in a sports betting legal state, I just took the over on Vanderbilt rebounds at seven and a half. And I just took the over on Vanderbilt rebounds and points at 14 and a half. Um, jump on that. Like those. And like, I got it at, I got it at 115 and 110. Like that is going to move. I don't think that stays. I don't think that line stays. I don't think you're going to be able to get it. So uh, just thrown out there. So when we do the, um, you know, your favorite bet of the day, there you go. Like it's morning grind game is already, <laughs> it's already in there. Um, there you go. Yeah. So I, yeah, I like that sure. a lot. Um, Charlotte side, we already talked about them. We're moving on. We got Phoenix at New York. 215 total. Phoenix, two and a half point favorite. Kaminsky out. Um, Sarge out. Nader questionable. And then on the Knicks side, Taj questionable, Robinson questionable, Rose questionable. Um, so starting looking at the Suns here, any interest in Phoenix? Uh, I feel like I should, right? Like we, we've been talking about eight. And I mean, he's 7,400. Man, when, when is he going to pop for 50? I do like him here at 7,400. though. I think especially since his minutes seem to have stabilized again, right? Like, you know, I, I think if the game's tight, he'll play 30 to 35 minutes. So I'm, I'm pretty interested at that price. Uh, McGee is, is still getting some minutes, like 15 to 20. Uh, he played 20 minutes against Cleveland, just had a monster in 20 minutes. TV, 13 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, blocking a steal. Uh, not looking for that, but but I think if you're looking for some cheap value, maybe he's viable. Um, you know, I, I, I was hoping I'd be able to play Jay Crowder. Just not getting the upside, but at 4K, I don't hate it. Um, Mikel Bridges, kind of the same thing, playing big minutes, but we don't know when the when the big game is going to come. Cam Johnson playing 20 minutes, but just fringe value. And I don't really want to play Booker or Chris Paul. Um, I think it's just Aiden. Yeah, I mean, I think Aiden is realistically the only guy that I have someone interested in here and, and i mean the matchup isn't fantastic the knicks are a middle of the road defensive team um especially against big guys so i don't think this is like a deandre ayton 15 20 game so i mean i probably pass on the suns just in general in this game outside of a game stack i do think this game has like a ceiling for a game stack um so i mean in that aspect i, I don't think it's too crazy to potentially look at some phoenix players on the Knicks side, I mean, Julius Randle is so expensive. The matchup is is great, uh, you know, going up against Phoenix. R.J. Barrett's kind of expensive. Really hoped that Kimba Walker would get an extra run last game with um, with no Derrick Rose, but it was yep. Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier played 42 minutes the other night. Um, I mean, and I misread had... that big time in the prop game, too. Yeah, I, I mean, figured Fournier was going to place his normal 20 and Kimba would go up. Uh, I think a lot of us thought that way. I mean, I, I know I did. I, I know there was a couple other people that thought that way as well. Um, talk to me here about the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, if Fournier is at 4,700 and he's going to play almost 40 minutes, Stevie, like, like 40 minute Fournier, we have to play him, right? He's probably going to score 25 fantasy points 
in his sleep. So uh, I'm with that, you know, RJ Barrett. And that's the thing. RJ only played what he didn't even play a whole bunch of minutes. Like, so I, I'm still kind of afraid here. Like I still think Burks are quickly one of these guys could easily play 30 plus minutes and Fournier played 25 minutes. Like I, I still think that's, that's doable. So I, but I think you got to take, take no risk it, no biscuit. I think we risk it on Fournier if, if all these guys are out. I, the interesting thing here is for me, when I'm looking at quickly, he had one of the best games I've seen him have as a pro last time against the Lakers. Um, and he still only played 22 minutes and Derek Rose was out. So, I mean, I I just worry about his overall ceiling. Uh, I mean, he was shooting the ball. Well, he was playing really well and they still didn't give him like extra run. And I mean, the Knicks are a tough team to kind of figure out, but if Rose sits, I like Fournier. Um, I mean, you could always in game stacks, take Randall, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the only way that I'm taking shots on him in this spot. So Chicago at Orlando, no total in this game because Cole Anthony's questionable. Um, on the Chicago side, Williams is out. On the Magic side, Anthony's questionable. Carter Williams, Fultz, Isaac Moore out. Terrence Ross questionable. Uh, let's start here with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, call me whatever you want to call me. Say whatever you want to say, but there is no chance – I'm fading Vooch in this spot. He is going to, he's going to get like the <laughs> most welcomed. Oh, like visiting response ever. Orlando loves this dude. And I mean, I think he, I, I think he gets his minutes increase in this game. And I think he absolutely crushes my Orlando magic tonight. I like it, Stevie. Um, you know, I think the thing that was, uh, encouraging for me when I when I saw it, eighty eight hundred. I mean, still up, still a very fair price. So hopefully, you know, this team does kind of get rolling here, and um, let him get involved. I mean, he took sixteen shots. I think the last game. Let me check. Yeah, took sixteen shots. Only shot thirty seven percent. You know what I like, Stevie? If a guy's getting volume, uh, you know, he hits two more shots. He's at forty five, which pretty much has him there. Um, you know couple more points. He gets 20 points in that game. He's over 50. So I, I, I like this spot. I think this is this is big for him. I, I, I like the call. Outside of him, though, like if I'm going heavy on Vooch, I'm going to be underweight on Levine and DeRozan. I mean, just by how it all kind of plays out. So, I mean, Caruso, he's still cheap at 5,200 going up against the Magic. No issues playing him as a value play. Um but I mean, looking at like the Orlando side of this game, it all, it all depends, right? Like it all depends on Cole Anthony. If Anthony's out, I think we go back to the well on, on Suggs. I think we go back to the well on Wendell Carter Jr. Um, if Terrence Ross sits too, I think we, we have to look at RJ Hampton. I think we have to look at Wagner. Um, I mean, Franz is going to play really solid minutes at 4,300. So the Magic are just one of those teams where Chicago should crush the Magic here, but the Magic have been playing a lot better, keeping games close enough. Um, what are your thoughts on the Magic? I mean, I think they're a young team that's got some talent. Um, man, they just they just got to get over the hump. 
I do think even though Wendell Carter Jr., you know, has been a little sporadic the past few games, I think they got a, a steal on him, man. This feels this feels big time, right? Like, I just feel like they got a steal with him, him, him and Mo Bamba. And I mean, guess what? You guys have also been injured. They're gonna get folks back at some point. And you know, uh Isaac, you know, man. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac is gonna come back at some point. Like, this is gonna be an interesting young team. Cole Anthony's hurt right now but he'll be back at some point man if you can if you guys can get a stud to come down there and try to mold these young kids uh maybe like a Kawhi Leonard or something I'm not a Kawhi fan but but that might get you guys right back on track at any rate for this particular slate uh definitely need the Cole Anthony news but even outside of that Wendell Carter Jr. is in the same boat here like please just let Wendell Carter Jr. hammer the bulls here on this slate from the power forward position. Let let Mo Bamba go and deal with Vooch. Let Wendell Carter Jr. pop off here, and we can have us a little mini-stack revenge narrative, Stevie. WCJ, Nikola Vucevic, I like it. Yeah, I mean, you got Mo Bamba on the other side. He's like, all right, you remember all those practices, Vooch? Guess what? Now I get to do it in the game, buddy. Toronto at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 210 total here. Pacers a uh, four-point favorite. OG's questionable. Birch is out. Warren is out on the Pacers side. Um, talk to me here about the Toronto side. Stevie, I don't want to play anyone from Toronto, man. I think everybody's priced where they should be. Big slate. I don't want to invest any dollars in a bunch of 8K players that are mostly going to get all the work outside of Scotty Barnes. I, I, I don't want to do it. If OG sits, I think you could play Gary Trent Jr. Um, but that's really – I mean, he's the only guy. And the only reason I say that is Gary Trent Jr. is going to play 35-plus minutes. He's going to shoot the ball 15-plus times, and he's probably going to put up 7 to 12 three-pointers. Um, so the ceiling is there at 5,900 just for him. Um Pacer side of things, I mean, Sabonis is priced right. Brogdon's pretty priced right. Uh, I, I think you're looking at, like, the Pacer is more on, like, a, a prop site or a prop bets more than, like, on the DFS side here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm with you. Same thing with the Pacers. Uh, you know, shout out to Demonis Sabonis, man. Heartbreaker for the for the prop shop. Uh, I think it was, was that last night or the night before? I mean, just – Heartbreak. I mean, we're sitting there greened up, Stevie, ready to ready to get our five checks for 10x and uh, went to overtime. We got really excited and he just didn't get that one point we needed at 14 and a half. At any rate, I've already tricked the prop. He's at 16 and a half currently, which tells you all you need to know. So I'm just not going to uh, uh, worry about it. And it is what it is. But I'm with you. Mainly just a prop game for me. Uh, Sabonis is 8,800. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but they're kind of in the same boat. Brighton 75, reverts. I just, everybody's priced where it should be. Atlanta at Memphis, 220 total here. Memphis, a one point favorite. Bogdanovich is questionable. Hunter is still out. Memphis side, Melton is questionable. Um, I mean, looking at the Atlanta side first year, I mean, this game. It's kind of it's kind of juicy. Um, what are your thoughts on Trey Young? At some point, so 
there's these guys, Steve, I got a handful of them that I'm like, okay, you, you may want to start playing these guys. Trey Young is on that list, right? Now, he has put up some big performances here back-to-back, 47 against OKC, 61 against the Spurs. What I like the most is he took 20-plus, 20, 20 to 20-plus 20 shots in that game, and he's, and he's still hitting the peripheral, scored 30 real points. And so if you look at, you know, the game log, whenever he's hitting that 30 number, he, he's in the 50s. When he's down around 19, 18, He's anywhere from 35 to maybe 40, low 40. So what we got to hope from Trey in this Memphis spot is that he, he straps up tonight and goes mano y mano, not the whole game, but in, in spots with John Morant and says, hey, buddy, look, I'm here as well. And let's see if we can get some fun NBA action going. But all in all, love Trey. Uh, you know, if these other guys are out, Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, I'm going to be right back on that train. Uh, you know, Cam Reddish at 37. Don't hate it for the spot. Don't hate it for the spot. Um, and uh, Clint Capella at 7,500. I think because they're going to have to have a big in there to deal with Steven Adams for his time, I like it. I- I'm willing to get in on some Capella as well. So I looked, I was like, 222 seems, or 220 seems really low. This game's up to 226 already. Um, so I, I mean, I'm with you on Trey, like pace up games, Trey young, it just, it just seems like he has monster upside. And I mean, Memphis is 12th in pace and Atlanta's 18th. So it's a, it's a pace up spot for the most part here for Trey. I, I think he has to be on the list today of guys that just could absolutely crush just in general um here i mean i just i look at this spot for trey young and it's like man 60 70 fantasy points is like something that we could see i don't have a ton of love for anybody else in atlanta i mean if you're not playing trey long trey young i think you could take shots on capella or collins um i could potentially see playing capella with trey young as like a really high-end top-end double stack Memphis side, I mean, I, I think the thing for me here is Dylan Brooks is 5,900. We know he's going to shoot a ton. I mean, he's somewhat interesting. Just what's your thoughts on Memphis overall? I mean, I know it's Thanksgiving, and I can't make fun of you too much, but I, I have Thank to you. say, you got to unlo- you got to unmute that mic. Yeah, have to unmute it. Jesus, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying was with Memphis, DeAnthony Melton is still out. Uh, so we've still got, you know, Kyle Anderson, who's going to be playing, you know, around 25 minutes. So don't hate it in this spot against Atlanta. Um, you know, Bain is 5,500 now. So sorry, folks. 5,500, but he's playing 35 minutes, Stevie. Do you, so do you remember when we first had this and we thought, well, maybe – um, you know, each one of these guys would kind of play 25 to 28 minutes. Well, Bain's playing 34 minutes. Tyus Jones, he's playing, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. You know, we talked about Kyle Anderson. He's playing around 25 minutes. And um, that's pretty much how, how, it, how it's breaking out. You know, Dylan Brooks, he's going to get his minutes. You know, so Bain is the one that's like just smashing here in terms of minutes. I think we need to play him against Atlanta, Stevie. So I'm, I'm in 
on uh, on Bain here at this price. I definitely want Melton to be out. Um, he is yeah, questionable. Yeah, yeah. Like if he were to play, I think that that might potentially hurt enough. Um, Washington at OKC two oh nine and a half total. Washington ten point favorites. Uh, Bryant Hachimara out for Washington. And then SGA remains out for the Thunder. Looking at the Washington side first here, uh, what's your thoughts on Washington? I'm just going to have to play Bradley Beal at 9,100. Like, this has to be a spot where he kind of just goes for 50. Dinwiddie, I still think, is too expensive for, for his general output. But Bradley Beal, love this spot for him. He's the only guy that I want to play from this team. The only one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the upside is always there with Bradley Beal in any matchup. Um, so I, I don't hate this. I think if you're playing Bradley Beal, you have to run it back. You know, just the price and you need the game to stay close. Um <laughs> Washington was like a top three, top three defensive team. And now they're like seventh. So the defense is starting to fall off a little bit on how I don't even know how to say this. I'm, I'm just trying to think of how to kind of like put this into words, but Dort's 5,200 without SGA. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't even know like what I need to say. Um, Giddy is 65. He put up 38 against the toughest defensive matchup. Dort put up 38 against the toughest defensive matchup. They were able to keep that game close. Um, Baisley had a terrible shooting night and still put up 28 fantasy points against Utah. And I mean, a guy like Robinson Earl is playing a bunch of minutes and he is putting up good fantasy productions. Like I could see playing like, two or three OKC players at these prices. Yeah, for sure. Robinson Earl, especially like at 4,300, he's, he's on the list. Um, You know, we talked about Josh Giddy. He's on the list. Of course, Lou Dort is on the list. The main thing is, man, we want guys playing minutes. All these guys are playing big minutes, Stevie. So uh, I like it. I'm with you. Let's attack these guys. I mean, they're just too cheap. Uh, like, no analysis needed. They're just too cheap. Yeah, I don't need. To, I don't even need Period. to say anything else. They're just too cheap. Period. I mean, Stevie, we talk about the run back, but like this would be a spot. I take Beal, Dort, Giddy, Robinson, Earl on the run back. Like that. That's. I think that's that's a fantastic approach. I mean, with Beal, like Beal wouldn't even average out as an expensive play when you start running back. Right. On the other side. Right. That's what's crazy. Uh, Boston at San Antonio, 214.5 total. Boston, three point favorites. Um, Jalen Brown, questionable. Josh Richardson, doubtful. Williams out. And then on the San Antonio side, Collins out. McDermott and Vassal, both questionable. Let's start with Boston. I mean, Jalen Brown is someone that has come in the last two games is kind of questionable and played um, right at like 23, 24 minutes. And I, unless he gets ruled out, I don't think we go into this thinking he's going to sit. I think the, 
the guy that I kind of have interest here is Grant Williams, 3,900 going up against San Antonio. Um, I think Jason Tatum's in a great spot for a bounce back. He had a terrible game the other night. Like going in, our free throws. Yeah, like oh. <laughs> going in, going into the last like game, he had 40 or four straight games with at least 30 points, and he just shot the ball bad and i i think this is a good bounce back spot for him and another a potential expensive like game stack that you could look at yeah man uh for sure i the crazy thing about boston is i am jalen brown's gotta be out like why is he even 9200 anyway he shouldn't be 9200 i'm sorry not right now but but if we get these guys sitting or i mean if, if brown is sitting in particular, I think Grant Williams might be one of the only people that I'm interested in playing. Like maybe Marcus Smart, um, but yeah, I don't. And Schroeder's been scoring the basketball when when Brown sits as well. Maybe Schroeder as well. And I, I know these guys have upside. I know Tatum could crush. I know Horford could crush. But I think I'm going to let those guys sit on the shelf. Uh, talking, you know, going to the other side here, the San Antonio side, DeJounte Murray is someone that, I mean, he's a guy that has like consistently been putting up 50 fantasy points a night and just nobody plays him. Yeah. Uh, Potal at 5,700 is someone that I, I think he is still too cheap. Um, what are your thoughts on San Antonio? Look, man, I've been banging the DeJounte Murray drum all season. Why, so let me ask you this, Steven, and I'm, I'm legitimately asking. Why is Jason Tatum 10K and DeJounte Murray 9,400 when DeJounte Murray has clearly been cranking out 50-plus fantasy point games on the regular? I mean the regular. Please, somebody help me here. Stevie, what say ye? I mean, um, I no clue, no clue. I, I got nothing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I play. I feel like in baseball, I stack the Dodgers, and we talk about that way too much. I, I stack the Dodgers more than everyone else, and in basketball, I feel like I played Dejounte Murray more than everyone else. Um, this year it was the Reds. I feel like I stacked the Reds um, yeah. a ton this year, but I mean, nobody plays Dejounte Murray. No one, and it's just like I I get it from a standpoint of he's expensive and it's just you're not going to have guys consistently score like he does at a 25 percent usage like the dude has a 28 percent assist ratio he has a 25 percent um usage rate and he's averaging 35 minutes a game like Dejounte murray is a superstar in the making if he continues to put up these types of numbers um i mean he's just he's just he should be over 10k i've been saying this for yeah weeks. yeah yeah absolutely it's kind of like when jimmy butler keeps doing and he's like 8100 all season that was last year but either way i'm with you on Jakob polo at 5700 i think he's got some value there uh Keldon johnson he's 5500 as as long as he's going to get consistent minutes i don't hate it uh, Devin Vassell, I know he's questionable. He's up to 4,700 now anyway. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens there. Maybe that opens it up. Maybe, maybe for Lonnie Walker to actually get 25 hard minutes, not 25 soft minutes, which would, you know, 
basically mean he's capped at 25 and under versus maybe he can get into that 27 range. But it, it's all about DeJounte Murray from on this team. I, I like Derek White as well because his minutes are stable. Um, and this is a spot where I think he could get going. But D. Murray, man, DeJounte Murray's the guy, period. Milwaukee at Denver. I saw a couple places that have a 214.5 total. Um, Milwaukee, a two-and-a-half point favorite. DiVincenzo and Lopez out. Dozier, Murray, Porter Jr. out. Highland doubtful. Jokic questionable. Um, Jokic was pretty close to playing the other night. And, I mean, with this line being so close, you have to kind of assume the sports buck sports books think that he's going to play in this game. Uh, so talk to me here about the Bucks. What are your thoughts on Milwaukee? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, Jokic has got to be playing for me to really get in on, on this Milwaukee team at all. Like Drew Holiday at 6,800. I know everybody's coming back, but I still think that's a touch too cheap. So I like that price. Um, you know, Chris Middleton, he's, uh, he's 7,500. I I don't like that price at all. Like, can, can we get an under 8K person to not go 6X today? It's Chris Middleton. Uh, not that he can't. I just think right now he's, he's just, you know, they're not going to get there. But I don't think I want to play anyone from Milwaukee bottom line. So, I mean, I was thinking that on Middleton too, but I was also like, when was the last time, like, Middleton got a, like, a full allotment of minutes? He came back from injury – and like the three, the first three games, they were kind of monitoring his minutes. And then like the next two games, they blew out Orlando and they blew out Detroit. Um, I mean, 7,500 for Middleton, I don't think is the craziest thing if this game's going to stay close and he's going to get his minutes. Um, I mean, Portis has been someone that has, has shown big upside here recently, too. They've increased his minutes with Brooke, Brooke Lopez out. And, I mean, if he's going to get a close game, he's someone that, I mean, I don't mind looking at here as well. So, on the Denver side, if Jokic sits, I mean, I think you have to look at Aaron Gordon. I hate it. I hate that you have to look oh, at Aaron I'm not Gordon. Doing it. I'm not doing it, Stevie. Um, I mean, Jeff Green crushed the other night. I don't know if I want to chase that or not. He had a really good game against Portland. He shot the ball really well. Um, I'd rather chase J- Jeff Green. Than I mean, he's Aaron a lot Gordon. cheaper, too. She, you're not getting any Aaron Gordon takes out of me, but don't play Aaron <laughs> Gordon and take the unders on anything that comes up in his props. I, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> semi-kidding. I'm probably just going to avoid Aaron Gordon at all costs tomorrow. Um, but, you know, Will Barton is 7,200. Like, is he still, you know, a guy that that we can play and kind of get there? Maybe, um, you know, now that he's kind of had to seemingly do it all, fantasy production is kind of coming down. Haven't watched enough film to see whether or not teams are keying in on him. So uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but um, I still think it's slightly viable. I know Austin Rivers has been playing some minutes. Can't play him either. I, if, if Jokic is out, I will have some interest in Jeff Green for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, so I think – Will Barton is super interesting if we get news that Jokic is going to play. 
Will Barton with Jokic out. I watched a lot of the Portland game the other night. He mm-hmm. wasn't like a shoot first Will Barton. And I mean, I feel like he was trying to do a lot with assists and like creating for other people. Jokic helps with that a ton. So, I mean, I think Will Barton has like the upside to put up like 25 actual points if Jokic plays in this game. And we really haven't seen a big game from him with Jokic out. And I think a lot of that has to do with just trying to create way too much um just in general i mean he was trying to do a lot the other night like that's not his game will barnes a shooter go shoot um (laughs) i mean like to be fair like looking at will barton and Jokic on the floor together this season his usage goes down but the fantasy points have actually been a little bit better um for what it's worth so there you go new orleans at utah 213 and a half total here utah 12 and a half point favorite zion out uh royce o'neill questionable for utah uh any interest here in the pelicans i mean maybe nikhil alexander walker like i'm not playing ak brandon ingram on this slate um, just just because it's Utah, I know Josh Hart has been popping. He's fifty six hundred. Like I don't hate it, um, but I, I don't really want to play too many guys from here. Valentunas is eighty nine. That's not bad, but I think I'm just kind of out on this team. I mean, this is easy. Like I, I have no interest in the Pelicans. I have no interest in the Jazz. This is an easy just stay away spot for me. Yep, sounds good. I mean, do you have any interest in the Utah side? No, n- no, not at all. Like if 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 we start getting Donovan Mitchell in like that mid 7k range, like 77, so like then I'll start taking some shots. But until then, I'm not really playing any of these guys. Portland at Golden State. Oh yes. yes. I mean, that was our catch-up game because we're going to spend a lot of time on this game. 224 total here. Golden State, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I mean, Clay, Wiseman, they remain out. But I think, like, the biggest thing here is Simons is questionable. Um, He's the only one that's really on the injury report that actually would matter. Talk to me here about Portland. Um. Man, I wish I could get this this Nurkic every game, 30-something minutes, uh, you know, 28 points, 17 rebounds. It was against Sacramento, though. Um, I, I wish I could get this Nurkic every game. If he's going to get 30-something minutes, that would be great. I think part of the reason is Robert Covington got ejected. So his minutes, I think, ticked up a little bit. And, you know, we saw Larry Nance play a little bit as well, you know, um, which he's been doing, but – uh, Dame at 9,800, you know, we, we've been talking about Dame. And look, if you notice, Stevie, that the more the more he's shooting efficiently, the higher the fantasy points are going. This is going to be an up-and-down affair. I like Dame. Uh, don't hate McCollum. Really like Norman Powell in the spot at, at 5,100. Like he's a guy that I think could pop here, especially from outside the three-point line. Dame has been chucking. He might actually be back. Um, yeah. Like yeah. He, he might just have, like he might just be back. Um, he's chucking again. Nurkic, I mean, 
realistically, if they play Nurkic in this game 30 minutes, Golden State doesn't have anyone to match up with him. So, I mean, in tournaments, I think you have to have interest in Nurkic. It's just, you know, the risk going in with Nurkic is minutes. It's not production. It's minutes. Um, I mean, if I think if he can get the minutes, he could crush. If he doesn't, I mean, that's the risk you're taking playing him. The Golden State side, I mean, Curry's 11-4. If Dame starts hitting threes, Curry's going to chuck 15 threes in this game. So, I, I mean, I definitely don't mind getting some exposure to him. But, I mean, this is a spot that I'll be looking at that Draymond Green assist prop because I, I think he's someone that is very interesting on the prop side of things and his price is kind of right on the DFS side. Yeah, for sure. Um, Draymond has kind of been a guy that's been a favorite of mine at 6,700. And it's like, man... I, I want to get the 40 point upside Draymond. And from a real life perspective, like you thought, I mean, Draymond's playing fantastic basketball. But man, I mean, he had 10, 9, and 7, Stevie. And that was 31 fantasy points. That's 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 just not gonna cut it. But in this spot at 67, I like it. Uh Andrew Wiggins has been playing a lot better from a real life perspective. Uh dropped 48 against his hometown team, Toronto. Uh, 32 against Philly, but that that's not cutting it at 7,400 on consistent basis. 32, not going to work. Jordan Poole, he's been priced up to 7,100. Had had a couple 40-point games, but that's not who he is. Steph Curry's 11-4. Man, I'd much rather just play, hear me out, Carl Anthony Towns against the Hornets at 9,500. So from a salary distribution perspective, I, I don't like the Warriors overall. I want to play them but I feel like maybe the cheap guys are better. Um, and I do think I'll take a shot on Draymond because we know the upside is there. Um, but, man, I, I don't want to pay these prices. I mean, it's just pricing in general. We finish out the slate with Sacramento at L.A. taking on the Lakers. 222 total here. Lakers, a seven-point favorite. Uh, Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes are both questionable for Sacramento. This is the late game. Um, that kind of stinks. Ariza and none are out. LeBron is questionable for the Lakers. Um, I mean, I feel like he's been questionable all year. Um, I mean, he did miss some time for an abdominal strain, and they're saying that the questionable is because of abdominal. So, I mean, I think he's legitimately questionable, and who knows? Going to the Kings side here, I mean, the Lakers – are a team that bottom half of the league in defense. Is there anything that we like here for the Kings going into LA? Not particularly, uh, especially that with, with all the uncertainty. If, but I will say, if let's say we get new semi early where we know Barnes is out, Buddy Heels probably going to be in play. I'm not afraid of the Lakers defense. I just I don't like all this uncertainty. If Rashawn Holmes is out, how many minutes is Tristan Thompson going to play? How many minutes is, is Marvin Bagley going to play? He started playing minutes now. So I don't, I'm just not sure how they're going to try and handle the complete uh, situation. Is Chemezi Metu going to play minutes? He's had minutes in the 20s. I just don't know what they want to do. But De'Aaron Fox, we know he's going to play. Uh, Halliburton, we know he's going to play. Davion Mitchell, we know he's going to play. So we, we just got to figure this thing out. If Barnes sits, 
I love Heald and Halliburton. If Holmes sits, I mean, Metu, is he going to get like a 30-minute type of game here if he can stay out of foul trouble? I don't think they roll out Tristan Thompson for like 25 minutes. I mean, they potentially could. They could potentially roll out like an Alex Lynn for 20, 25 minutes. I mean, Holmes being questionable is interesting. If you get this right, um, it could be a big day because both of those guys are almost bare minimum everywhere. Lakers side, if LeBron plays, zero interest in the Lakers. Um, If LeBron sits, I'll go back to THT. I know it has not been a fun experience, um, but at 5,200, the price has come back down now where it's like, all right, I'm going to have to um, if LeBron sits. And I think Westbrook and Davis would be interesting if LeBron sits. But overall, if LeBron plays, I probably have no interest in the Lakers. Um, Malik Monk has been playing good here recently, but I think someone needs to be out for Malik Monk um, to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Monk just continues to be cheap, and so it is enticing in this spot. I think if they have a lot of guys that sit, and he's been playing fine when he's getting 30 minutes. Um, but if a lot of guys sit, I think I'm inclined to play Monk, hoping they give him 30 minutes in somewhat of a blowout situation. And possibly the same thing for THT. He's got young legs, needs to get in the groove, played 30 minutes the other night. Like and he, That's probably about what he's going to play when LeBron and those guys are there anyway. Um, but, you know, that, that's what I think we're hoping for. LeBron, be, LeBron being out and the uh, – and the Sacramento guys being out so he can continue to get that blowout run. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here for the weekend. Give me your favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Uh, We're probably going to have the same play. No, we might not. I I don't know if we're going to have the same play. I I think we will. Give me Jared Vanderbilt. I like that one. Um, That's not who I had. Uh, I like the play a lot. I'm going to go Robinson Earl for the Thunder. Yeah, I like um, it. I mean, I think we could have said like three Thunder players. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, I am going LaMelo Ball. All right. I'm going to go Jalen Brown. Um, I think yeah. if he plays, assuming that he plays, he's just the price is just so expensive. Um no interest for me on Jalen Brown whatsoever. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Carl Anthony Towns. I like that one. Um, I'm going with another Thunder player. I'm going to go Lou Dort at 5,200 for 6X. I really like it. I mean, with SGA, we already know SGA is out. Like, there's no yeah. question mark here. If people are listening to the pod, just go ahead and stack up the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves in the OKC Thunder and take all the money. One run back per team on the other side. Take Bradley Beal on the other side of the OKC game and, you know, take maybe Kelly Oubre or Terry Rozier on the other side of this uh, this Minnesota game. You might have a winner. It's just a little tip there. I always build a team as we're going, and it might be very close to that. And it always changes <laughs> for basketball. Always changes for basketball. Yeah. But yeah. I might just um, – I might just let it ride. <laughs> <laughs> let it run what, what's the what's the word that um let it run so um let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got 
Oh, man. And this is a tough one for me today, but it's going to be somebody I talked about, somebody that I think uh, could be there in the end. And it's not really weird. Well, I guess it will be weird because we just don't want to play him. But I'm just going to talk about him anyway. DeJounte Murray, Stevie. Like, nobody wants to play DeJounte Murray, and I don't know why. You took my guy. Um, you did. I Now I have to look for someone else because you took my guy. Um, you threw me off so much there. Um, hold on one second. I got I actually got to look because that's who I was going to take and I didn't think it was going to be a problem. Um, let's go Nurkic. I don't yeah. think Nurkic would be, I mean, he might get some ownership, but let's go with Nurkic. Um, Shrikorn got a little catch there for you. Listen, I'm, I needed I needed five more yards from Diggs, so I'm not going to get that. At least Traquan can maybe get to his prop. Um, we finish it out. Any bets that you like here night before? Uh, we've talked about some props that we're going to be looking at. Uh, I already t- I like I said, I took already. Um, I mean, I took the over on rebounds and the overs on points and rebounds for Vanderbilt. So those are my two. Yeah, look. Whatever you hear me talk about is whatever I'm doing. I'm taking Carl Anthony Towns over 22 and a half points tomorrow against Charlotte. Trust me. Yeah. He should have a field day. And I'll be honest with you, I'm going to be looking at a lot of props for the Thunder. Um, I mean, I think that there's a good chance that my main like prize picks is going to be focused around them. I'm going to have some bets on them. So if you want. Lou Dort came in at 17 and a half for what it's worth. Points or fantasy points? Points. I mean, that's probably close. Yeah, I have to look into right. it a little bit more. But, I mean, if you want some – I mean, he had 27 last game against Utah. Mm-hmm. If you want some more uh, prize picks and just, you know, props in general, make sure you head on over to Chiefs Prop Shop over there in the Roto-Grinders and SAO Discord. We do have a Black Friday um, deal going on for scores and odds. If you haven't checked them out, ninety um, percent off right now. Uh, you can get a five oh, day five day Black Friday offer, two dollars, and you get access to all all the sports: um, MLB, NBA, NFL, PGA, MMA, NHL, basketball for college, basketball for football, tennis, soccer. Uh, so. If you want to check it out and you haven't tried out scores and odds, um, 90% off, you get the five-day pass for two bucks. So this is the perfect opportunity for you to check out scores and odds. Link is in um, the podcast subscription if you haven't checked them out. Um, there you go. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.